We're live. Let's, real. let's do it. We're live. Are we live? We're, We're good live. now? We're good. Yeah. Okay, um, now repeat all that stuff you just said. What? The, all the hype? <laughs> <laughs> the list. The list podcast. Welcome. Welcome, friends. So welcome to the list podcast. We love skateboarding, we love life, and we thought we would talk about it and share what we have to say with the world. Life is skate talk. No pros, no sponsors. Just three aging skaters desperately clinging to their youth. And All right. we're looking to save the world, right? <laughs> we are looking to save the world with our opinions and thoughts and what we have to say. <laughs> so we've got action-packed episode five, Skate Gear. You know, our original intent with the podcast was to do episodes of about 30 minutes. And I think our, our shortest one that we've recorded to date is like 53 or something like that. Yeah. So um, I, th- I thought this would be a good one to get into, have a little fun with it. We talked last time afterwards about um, take a break, I guess, from some of the more serious topics we've been talking about. Skate gear is pretty serious though, man. We can get serious with yeah. skate gear. Skate gear. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with how particular people are and oh, yeah. how they want their stuff to look or whatever. So it's endless too, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because it, like, it's one of those things that is so subjective, mm-hmm. like in, in every way from the things that you like, the way they look or the way they feel like it's different for everybody. But then um, it's also just like, I, I feel like you can kind of get used to anything. So Yeah. Exactly. We get we get like hyper particular about these things that don't even really matter. But. And then let's say you have pros sponsored by a particular company or truck company, and they live and breathe by it. But then the year after, they're skating another pair of trucks. Right, right. And, and maybe they're the best skating better. Ever <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty I, malleable, I think, in that sense. You always want to skate your own setup. At least for me, I want yeah, yeah. feels you're used to it. But you know, instances where push comes to shove. If you don't have any deck to skate and someone else's deck is there, you'll still skate it and, you know, get used to it, I guess, and be able to do tricks on it. So I feel like there's weirdness there too. Maybe it comes from being like a kid with not a lot of money, but there's always like a, I don't know, a fear when you're on someone else's board. Like if if you break something or, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like there's, it feels like, I don't know, they feel special, right? So you don't want to, yeah take someone else's and trash it you want to and even even with your own like this is maybe my own personal perspective but i can do so few tricks that when my board has like scratches on it from tricks i know i can't do then i feel like a poser (laughs) (laughs) maybe not so much to that sense but i have something similar um when i first started it was really like a mental block for me that I didn't want anybody else to ride my board because it was, I don't know, so special and important to me. Dude, I'm still like that. (laughs) I was really protective of it. Yeah. So that's how I also view other people's boards. So I'm pretty reluctant to try other people's boards when they're like, oh yeah, go for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I remember one time going to, I met up with like a couple of people when we were doing the brand and and they were skating with um, Ryan Blacksell. And he like asked to try my board because it was, it was our company and he hadn't seen them. And so um, he, he like, he took the board and just kind of scooted around. It was at Victoria park in London and did like five tray flips in a row. And I was like, that's, that's the best skating that board's ever going to see. <laughs> I, I can't compete with that. You know, <laughs> he blessed the board. So yeah. it's good to, good to go. Good to go. So, you know, it's not the gear. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> with that said <laughs> i think there's something to be said about you know as a kid i didn't have a lot of money that i could spend on skate gear you know as you grow up and have more disposable income and after the sort of student phase and when you're working and stuff i think that's when i got a lot more particular because i would skate boards down to razor tail and mm-hmm. didn't mind it that much and now one or two plies down it's like damn i need a new deck <laughs> it's like spoiling yourself mm-hmm. it could still be definitely definitely 
I think, Jin, it was you that said that you respect the board and the wood and where it comes from so much. And, but I'm the same way. Like I didn't, I've never snapped, I've never focused a board. And I don't have any intention of focusing boards because I think that how special it is still remains with me. Again, I get frustrated and I'll toss it around and stuff, but I've never stomped on the middle of a board. I've snapped one board, like the tail, the Willie Santos weasel board when I was doing a kickflip. And the other one was snapped again, but it was because the car ran over it on the street. So just thinking back to some of our discussions on how special the board is and still is to me. Mm -hmm. um, well, that hasn't yeah. changed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't skate my setup. <laughs> Only I can skate my setup. With that said, curious, before we get into all the quirks and preferences, where are you guys riding right now? What are your setups like right now? I found my ideal setup and I'm pretty particular about it. So maybe I'll just go into what, what I ride because I, I don't really change it. I've got an eight inch deck, not slick. So seven ply, 14 or 14.25 wheelbase. I have a slight preference for 14.25, but doesn't really bug me that much if it's 14 or 14.25. Nose has to be seven, tail is 6.75 or ideally 6.8 mellow to medium concave but i think i like the medium a bit more than the mellow no shovel nose or tail please thunder 147s uh titaniums so they've got to be flush with the width of the eight inch 51 millimeter spitfire formula fours but my favorite wheel was the spitfire street burners but now they're all formula fours i prefer the slimmer wheels not the wider conical ones bob grip all black on top wheels inside out i leave the shields on the bearings so that's, that's my setup. Not particular at all. No, no. <laughs> Don't touch my board. <laughs> it's interesting because I feel like my setup, I have little things, but I change them up a lot, like what they are. Like I, I go through phases, like I had a phase where I had to have something on my grip, like spray stencils or, or something like that. And then I went through a phase where like everything on the board had to be color coordinated. I, I remember actually taking apart a set of trucks and spray painting them to match the, oh, wow. the board and like stuff. And so like I, I go through little phases and it hasn't ever really been consistent that way, I guess, or at least not for long stretches of time. I don't change it every time I'll go through like a run of like, like three or four kind of decks that all are a certain way. Um, I do have a little, I mean, if we're talking about rituals and I do like adding little things on the bottom of the board or, you know, not too much into stickers, but I'll usually draw something or write something on the past few boards though. I've gotten my mom to write this Chinese poem or phrase on the bottom of uh, my boards. And that's been a little ritual. So the new one I haven't set up yet, I'm going to do, let my mom do the same thing. But yeah, to your point, John, I, I do like the little customizations because it makes it feel special as well. And yeah. that said though, if, the first session is always so tough for me. I want to keep it as pristine as possible, but I feel like as soon as it gets its actual first dent or scratch or something, then I can feel more comfortable skating it. I don't have this guilt of not leaving it in a pristine condition, even though I know it's going to get skated. It's just, I want to keep that, that fresh yeah. board for as long as I can, yeah. which is rarely more than 10, 15 minutes now yeah. after <laughs> when you get into it. But yeah. feels good though. And well, last. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jim? My setup, I have an 8.125 deck. I think the wheelbase is on the shorter end, but I don't know the details. Um, not really too particular besides the width. I prefer if the length doesn't get too long. So below 32 inches for sure. Yeah, it's just been a, a blank deck for a while now in that sense. Jessup grip tape, all black, no specific designs or anything like that. I like to keep it simple. Bolts too, all black. They they've worn out, so some of them are silver, some of them are still black, but nothing in particular there. Trucks, thirty three aces. Also for trucks, I don't like it if it has any kind of design on it. So I prefer the, yeah, the raw yeah. kind oh, of. Oh, true. Yeah, trucks yeah, as silver well. or polished. Yeah, yeah. And the wheels, I think they're fifty three. They're OJ and Sainathanes. I like them. I, I haven't been able to find them again, so maybe I'll go back to Spitfires, but we'll see. Yeah, and also wheels. I prefer white design on, on the inside. And bearings, Swiss bearings. 
I find they work the best and last the longest for me. I clean them once in a while. So I think they've lasted a few years already. So right now, Damn. I think my deck, my setup is pretty much like all simple at default in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I've ended up at the moment. It's like your stock setup. I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mine is similar. I think. Uh, to, I I think we all kind of skate similar stuff now. I know, like I kind of bounce around a little bit in terms of of the width. I, I've I like basically anything that's around an eight. So I like the board I'm riding right now is um, a seven point eight two five. I think, and then I've ridden up to an eight point two five. So I, I like in that area i feel comfortable and i feel like i can kind of get used to it easily i used to well i guess we'll get into this more when, when i talk about decks but uh, so that's what i'm skating right now 7.825 um i got an old set of indies i think they're stage nines but i don't really know because i don't i don't I was trying to figure it out a little while ago and i don't remember when i got them uh but just raw uh silver indies uh, again i i i've fooled around with colored trucks before but never the graphic trucks i really can't take the graphic trucks wheels i keep coming back to white wheels every like two or three sets i feel frisky and get myself a colored pair or a swirly pair or, something, or set or something like that and then basically as soon as i set them up i'm like damn just wish i had my white wheels back so so i think that's about where i'm at now um the ones that I have are just kind of a, like a generic board brand white wheel. They started off as 52s, but they're, I would guess they're, they're below 50 by now. Yeah. What bearings do I have? I don't even know what bearings I've got in there. I think I've got like mini logo bearings, which have been surprisingly good. Like they've, they, you know, they were basically, I was buying gear and I didn't have a lot of money at the time. So I got like the cheapest that I could find and um, they've actually held up better than I think any bearings that I've had before. And uh, what, what did I miss? I, I don't, uh, I don't know what kind of grip tape's on my board actually. Yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe like, I don't know. I feel shake like I have John, all these. Shake, John. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely not that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. We can get into that another day too, but man, I hate that grip tape. Just the look of it. Yeah. I, I feel like I've got all these quirks and neuroses about my, my, gear but then i seem to always have kind of a random setup so maybe not i don't know maybe it's black magic grip tape that stuff was good oh i remember those shorties yeah yeah, yeah. shorties black actually magic. you know other than these mini local bearings the um, shorties black panthers are like the best bearings that i've oh, ridden yeah. but i gotta say though like there's a there's a qualifier there because i only had them for like a very short period of time and then i lost my board in a river trying trying a trick um so like i only skated them for a couple of weeks so who knows how they would have done in the long run but i had black panthers back in the day too they were good i had shorty's hardware and also the black magic grip tape which you know marketing and, mm -hmm. and everything aside, yeah. it was good grip tape i felt <laughs> so i remember being really loyal to shorty's hardware for some reason for a long time i think for me it was because it was like the only hardware brand that i actually knew the name of everything else Could just be. seemed to be kind of like, yeah. yeah so it's like oh yeah that's that's the brand that's the one team was awesome too though fulfill the dream like oh, that yeah. was yeah. <laughs> it's like wow yeah that video so i was i was also thinking about this recently because you know how like fulfill the dream has all that super obnoxious little like advertising blips where it's like it'll make like a little noise and there's like a little frame that has like a shorty's logo on it and then it disappears and like stuff like that and i remember watching it and, and like i like that video but that part of it like really annoyed me and then i was watching like a workshop video and like they do the same thing but they do it in like this artistic way right where you've got like these transitional cuts with the workshop logos in them and stuff like that and i was watching it like this, this is sick it looks so good and then i I kind of had this moment of clarity where I was like, Oh, it's just like nicely polished advertising. It, like it's the, it's the same thing that bothered me about the shorties video, but it's just, I've accepted it because it's pretty. But. Yeah. Workshop's known for that type of thing. The reason when I watched is minefield from a few years back, but yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a deliberate subliminal messaging type of, you know, government conspiracy vibe <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. with a few frames. And it's, it's obviously it's definitely deliberate how they, yeah. 
how they have it you know it's it's like i don't know it's pretty like uh it's, it's pretty meta or how, whatever however you want to label it but it's like we're gonna we're gonna throw in all this advertising but we're gonna package it like we know that it's advertising and then they're gonna think that it's a comment about advertising mm-hmm. even though it's just advertising <laughs> but have know, you guys uh, watched uh the cinema uh, cinematographer project transworld video no I think no, in, I don't think I have. Like a, in that they have a little alien workshop section, which is pretty cool. Yeah, if oh, you yeah. haven't checked it out, yeah. It, I think uh-huh. it's I think it's like the last alien workshop section that they had before Dill and Ave left. Mm. So it's like the last classic alien part. Cool. I may be Sorry, wrong, man. but yeah, that sounds good though. Big alien fan. Love the yeah, old yeah. alien graphics. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I'm on board too. They're sick. Talking about decks, I did skate a few alien decks early on, and I was a big fan because I felt like they didn't break as easily as uh, maybe Girl and Chocolate, and just being right. in high school and like that was the deck company that I would buy here and there. And I remember starting off with like seven point seven five most of the time, so that was I guess that was mainly the deck brand that I would go for. And early on, like I didn't know anything about the wood. So just be like brands. So like whatever brand or design that I was really into, I would just go for that. (laughs) And I guess later on it became like, oh, so what's the wood shop? Because then I I started noticing like even just the flick or just when you kick it up and like to pick up your board or something, like the sound of the wood is already different depending on the wood shop. So yeah, like that yeah. basically narrowed down to the wood shop that you know. Are we, are we mentioning names? <laughs> BBS. <laughs> Big fan I, of that wood shop. Yeah, because I I would skate just random stuff for a long time. Just like like you said, like whatever graphic I thought looked sick, um, like that was the board that I'd pick. And if they had it in the right size, like my so when I started skating, my my preferences were all very arbitrary. I'd say. Um, like most of my friends skated 7.5s. So I wanted to skate a 7.625 just to be like that little bit different, you know? <laughs> and so I, so I like, that was the size that I always looked for when I started out, but it had nothing to do with actual like skateability or anything like that. And uh, same thing with wood. Like I didn't really pay that close attention to it. It was just kind of whatever graphic looked good. That was the board. And then, um, I ended up kind of falling in love like a couple of years into skating with Sue York and like totally based on the image. Like it was just like the New York city, like East coast, East coast skating, like that, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, seeing their team and the riders and the, and like the style of their riders and things like that, like it just totally hooked me. And so it was kind of by fluke that I started skating boards that I actually liked because I like I got drawn in by the aesthetic of, of Zoo York as a company. But then the boards that they were making, actually, I came and, and maybe maybe I came to like them because I got used to them. But um, like they they tended to have a flatter shape and the, the wood like coming out of the Chapman wood shop. I always really liked boards coming out of that wood shop. So they had kind of a flatter shape. They were, they were a little bit steeper on the nose, bigger on the nose, uh, you know, as I remember them, maybe I'm wrong. And I, like, I really got into like that kind of board and I felt like, you know, that, that kind of became what I looked for in decks, decks that had a bit of a bigger nose, a bit of a flatter shape. And that, that really, I think that's still what I'm kind of looking for. I, I experiment here and there with things that are different, but that's really my preference, I would say. And I, I do really like Chapman wood. I like uh, Penn's wood as well. Like those are probably my top two wood shops that I've skated because there are a lot that I haven't skated. But if I can get, you know, a nice mellow board with a big fat nose from, from a company that's pressed by Penn's wood or Chapman, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I think as a kid, I was into workshop as well. Favorite graphic it's up there of all time, I think, just because of how iconic it is. You know, the three alien heads, the, the Spectrum, Alien Workshop yeah, Spectrum. Yeah. And I've skated Mikey Taylor, Alien Workshop boards. I've skated Heath, Kerchart, Steve Barra. Um, <laughs> big Alien fan. I think they were PS Sticks before. Jen, you can maybe correct me, I believe. So, but PS Sticks and, and Bareback Generator are, 
I'm I'm good with either of them. I've had good wood from from both of those wood shops. Those are the ones I always hear about as like the you know like the top two. And I, and I might have skated them, but I like it was before I knew. So yeah. I like I since since actually being aware of those things, I've I've never skated one of their boards. Penswood is really good. I mean the current deck that I'm skating. This is my the fourth one that that I'm going to set up. It's the same shape. Penswood, you know, Caden skateboards shout out eight inch it also makes a difference because the graphic is designed by my friend's wife who's an awesome artist so you know i can skate a deck that's not a blank supporting a great company local company and also like the shape and i've got four of them in a row so it checks all the boxes so really excited to keep that consistency in terms of not having to adjust to you know a slightly different shape i was really torn i don't know if i've ever told you this john but that there was one time where I needed a new deck and I had met you at the Oise building downtown. This was sometime in March, I think. And it was sort of raining that day, I remember. And I got one of the new love decks, so hyped on it, set it up, realized after I skated it, because it felt really good. It was crispy. I don't know what wood shop it came from. I'm going to assume it's Penswood or something. But Yeah, it would have been Penswood or Control. Probably Penswood at that time, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was it felt good and everything. Except the tail was so small. I think it was six two five or something. I don't know. It was really small. Yeah, yeah. It's like super small tail and the nose is awesome. It was big. But I was so torn because I was like, damn, the deck feels good. Like it's poppy, it's crisp, and it's got a nice pop. And maybe I was popping higher because the tail was so small. But I just remember five O's and tail slides. Like it was tough. It was really tough. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man. <laughs> Uh, that so. was uh that was 100 my fault because um like when when i used to pick the shapes i would completely just my own preference like i, I that's whatever i liked that's what i ordered and as someone who like can't really skate switch or you know do a do a lot of tricks where i need a i need a little more on the tail i liked the the short tail for that snappy pop and and the big nose for nose slides and crooks so that's just yeah <laughs> that shape was <laughs> was my fault but i think after that though it made a very impactful like after that i realized like damn i need to have a shape basically that yeah, i can yeah. fully enjoy and skate for a long time i think i've been through enough decks in the all the years that i've skated where you know my wife would if after one session i'm complaining and complaining about how it doesn't feel right and then it comes down to either concave or measurements or whatever. I just, it just gives me another reason to quickly get a new deck in <laughs> two or three weeks, like at least mentally. I know it shouldn't be the case, but I think that's almost as bad as when you're using a brand new deck and then the nose chips or something. And it's like, yeah. damn, like I, I just need to, you know, I can't, I can't have it. I can't have a, incomplete looking deck and the same thing with grip tape i know grip tape gets screwed up or whatever i just sometimes you know if you have like a big chunk missing i, I don't know it just bugs me i need a nice top sheet all black grip tape and not having it messed up with the decks though i think i'm pretty particular apart from shape and stuff in that i don't like fully dipped decks at all i found that for the, all the ones that were fully dipped they felt soggier i don't know if it's because over time, you know, the paint seeps through between the plies. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe I, I don't know the science behind it. I had a really nice aesthetics deck before that was fully dipped. And yeah, it got, it got soggy. And I think one of the workshop ones was fully dipped as well. Yeah, so, I, remember, I remember a few workshop ones being fully dipped. They had a whole series. I think it's yeah. good one too. I thought I liked dip boards because like they look, they look pretty good, right? Like when you see them on the wall, they look yeah. pretty sick. But then as soon as I, like, I remember having one and setting it up. And as soon as I skated it and you start getting like the wear when you don't land a trick. On oh, the whatever, nose right? the tail? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it starts looking so bad. I have a funny story about dip boards though, if you guys want to hear it. It's actually, it's probably kind of long and not that funny, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> <it anyway. laughs> right. I'll go for um, it. So there was this company that made skateboards um, like it was a local brand, but it, it, they were actually like a manufacturer. Like they just, they made their own. So it was, it was these two guys, I think who um, 
like had bought a bunch of equipment. Like they, I think they were woodworkers or something, but they were skaters too, but they, they bought equipment and they were like getting set up to make their own boards and stuff like that. And um, they, they were making these blanks and they had, they had two of them. They had like one that was just like the wood grain. And then they had one that was a white dip. And I don't know, like, I, I don't know the technical stuff, but um, like whatever they did when they dipped the boards, it, it didn't really work properly. So um, my friend and I were skating and, and he had just got one of these boards and he, he set it up, he gripped the board and took it out and he was pushing around on it and like do, doing a couple of ollies and whatever. And he went to do a kickflip and he flicked the board and he flicked the grip tape right off his board. Cause the, uh, the, the top, okay. like the layer <laughs> of the paint, <laughs> he, like the layer of paint, um, like it didn't stick to the board, ah, okay. like whatever paint they dipped it in. Yeah. So, so when he flicked, it just tore the grip tape in the top layer of paint off the top of his board. <laughs> just flicked right off that's a killer so. flip or flick yeah no doubt eh? <laughs> that's wild i've never heard of that yeah yeah i've heard like grip tape coming off because it's too cold and stuff like that but oh really. yeah yeah that's a first yeah i guess i guess another reason not to skate fully dipped anymore yeah yeah, yeah. I can't. Do, you don't want to. Do you don't want to go to do a kickflip back lip down a, a sixteen stair and your grip tape falls off, right? Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> or maybe that's a new I, trick, right? Like you flip, <laughs> yeah, you flick yeah. off your grip tape and land just on the board. <laughs> I wonder if the um, di grip tape was defective as well, or maybe it wasn't ad as adhesive. Because it I, just no, it, it like you could see it on the underside of the grip, like on the adhesive side, you could see that it just peeled the paint. Oh, okay. So, so whatever paint they used, it, it didn't like adhere properly to the board. That's brutal. So, man, but so maybe that's a lesson not to spray paint or paint the top of your deck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what they did. Maybe they just spray painted them. I don't know. But who knows? Yeah, no more, no more fully dipped, no more fully dipped boards. I think you go, like I went through a phase of when I, again, when I had more money, it was like I could finally buy pro decks, and as long as the wood shop worked out and the shape and everything i was happy buying those pro decks and they did feel really good to skate and the graphics i love the graphics on the bottom even though you know a few board slides and no slides or tail slides whatever then it goes away and then i got into this sort of cycle and i think i'm still in that cycle of buying skate shop boards or local skate shop or you know boards from friends companies or local companies and i haven't really gone over to the blank boards thing so yeah, my boards are currently right now still yeah, still skating local, either blue towel or cadence decks. I have to say that when I was in Switzerland, though, uh, one of my skate buddies, he had his own sort of distribution. So he was distributing all these East Coast brands. Oh, hops, right? Like you were so, was yeah, like hops, for example, and yeah. politic. Yeah. And what was the other one? Vacation. Just for a little. Spin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. So. Just based Hops, on that, so yeah. Go ahead. Correct oh. me if if I'm wrong, but I think Hops were were Chapman Wood too, weren't they? I have at I one have point. My, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I have my slap cheat sheet open right now. I can oh, nice. find yeah. out. I think though that they are. Oh, I thought they were Chapman too, but no. Oh, okay. Where are they? Never mind. <laughs> I'm looking at the post right now, the 2019, <laughs> or the Woodshop directory thread. Yeah, I was looking at the directory thread and I can't find hops. Well, it says hops 2019 plus along with theories and everything else. That's uh, bareback. Really? Oh, okay. okay. So, so maybe they were somewhere oh, yeah, else there, before there. that. Yeah. You got to dig back. You got to find the 2015, 2016 woodshop thread. <laughs> so hops 2019 plus. So probably before that, they're actually, I really think Chapman. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you both are right. Does ring a bell or Penswood, one or the other? Mm -hmm. 
I think I prefer Penswood over Chapman. And it's a close between, I mean, I think I've skated more deluxe boards. So bareback generator, I've skated polar and this is workshop is BBS now as well. But I think back in the day it was PS sticks. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure the quasi board I had two years ago, PS sticks obviously was amazing apart from the shovel nose and I'm going to give John a hard time about the new shovel shape that he purchased, but I had a very tough time. Maybe very tough isn't the right. I, I ultimately got used to it. I just still didn't like it where when I was doing nollie tricks and switch tricks, obviously my foot. So my right foot, cause I'm goofy when you pop nollies or switch flips or it just, it came up a bit on the side because of the shovel and it wasn't that flat feeling mm-hmm. from a, from popsicles because i think i was talking to wade desarmo about it and he had the same type of complaint so yeah <laughs> popsicle shape i think is the best shape that uh, for me that i yeah. can skate. yeah default for me too too conservative about venturing out too much <laughs> I, I have to say that south central is another workshop that i enjoyed skating just in terms of the the politic boards that i i skated yeah so good times with that. I've skated a few Dwindle DSM boards, blind, enjoy, almost. I think it's a different type of construction or resin that they use. Mm. And they have those impact. I don't know if we're going to get into all the deck tech, <laughs> but the impact circles, I don't know, the double impact or, you yeah, know, they, yeah. they were crispier, I guess, but I had one or two because from back when Morgan was on blind ah. still, but that was the only reason. Yeah. I apart from that. A- I don't know, maybe it's way before the, all the impact stuff, but um, get a few enjoy boards. And I just remember them being so flexy after a while. Mm. And that's just something I couldn't stand. Like just using your hands on the nose and the tail and you could push down and it would flex. Yeah. Have you guys tried the flight deck, the Powell flight deck? It's supposed to be no. crispy or long lasting. I haven't I tried it either. Nothing against Powell, but I don't know if I would ever skate a Powell deck. <laughs> <laughs> nothing against Powell, but they're just terrible. <laughs> they're they're low on the list for me i like i feel the same like i i can't imagine ever purchasing a, a power board in this kind of era but i have zero legitimate reason for that like it's strictly optics i just don't like the company yeah uh, in terms of you know so i i, I find that an, an interesting part of this debate too because uh, like we were talking about before we get super particular about the stuff that we'll ride but then we also have these kind of questionable reasons for mm-hmm. the, the stuff that we won't ride, you know? But, but doesn't that sort of go with the type of skate team and I guess the videos they're putting out? And I, I guess that creates the yeah. image of the deck company itself, right? So based on yeah, that, yeah. I, I don't really have an image per se for Powell. So that's right why they're low on the list. And I would rather give my money to another company that I feel more connected to in that sense. Yeah, that, no, I agree. I want to support the riders, you know, to continue on with yeah. their shredding or however you want to yeah, say yeah. it. <laughs> the, the rippage. Yeah. Andy, Andy Anderson, pro flight deck, Powell. Maybe, maybe, maybe Sawyer, maybe Sawyer can try it out and <laughs> convince us otherwise. You know, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I had, again, my first board was a Powell ripper deck eight ply slick and my sister got the angel boy one sort of matching powell and after that it's always been it's been other companies it's been girl it's been toy machine it's been alien haven't gone back yet those are the only two powell decks that i've skated yeah it's i i agree with you they they feel like uh, like i have no no clue about what they're actually like quality wise and how do they feel to skate or anything like that but they feel like a walmart brand or something like they just, they don't have much of a, a presence, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sort of brings us back to our earlier podcast in terms of like capitalism and marketing and everything. Yeah. Maybe they need a bit of work there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it if, makes me, if they have a good product though, right? Then yeah, I think people naturally go there um, or at least slap yeah, will pick yeah, up on it. <laughs> I don't know. It, it makes me feel bad about myself in certain ways because I, I do feel so drawn in by the marketing. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like, like you mentioned, like you, 
you also want to support companies that are supporting skaters and, and skating mm-hmm. that you feel is is like I don't know, meaningful or enjoyable in some way, right? For sure. Yeah. Although I think maybe just thinking about all of that, I've taken the easy way out and just had to skate blank decks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if there's something um, cool in the local scene, I would definitely like to support that, you know. Yeah. I know I'm I'm on I'm on blanks right now too. Um and uh yeah, I like I'll admit that I got again like totally sucked in by the the Ben de Grow meta uh micro analysis of skate gear and all that stuff and ordered a couple blanks from canada skate shop but um but but one of the things though is the nice thing about like the canada skate shop boards is that you know they're coming from legit wood shops like it's not like you're going in and just buying a random blank that you have no idea where it came from or anything like that right but yeah the certainty is there the quality and the expectation right so there's less experimenting and plus you have a glowing review to go along with it so well and, and like and i did want to experiment right like i wanted to try like a shape mm-hmm. that i haven't skated before and and it, i feel better paying the price of a blank board to experiment with something than i do paying the price of a, of a pro board to experiment and realize that i don't like it right i think there's a distinction though too right you're experimenting with the shape but not the quality of what you're mm-hmm. skating because if you were to get a same shape but from another wood shop that is not as reputable or doesn't have that credibility you know that'll compromise your your right, session right. or your experience right so yeah i'm over all that meta <laughs> over micro analysis stuff <laughs> all it's all mental yeah i i do believe it i like but especially for me like given the amount of time i i've skated recently um yeah like i i think that whatever i said get used to it i'm obviously speaking out of both sides of my mouth because i'm the most particular one here so i don't like the the, the mental aspect <laughs> i'm i think i'm the one that's mental <laughs> I, I need to i need to skate the shape that that i enjoy but but hey the bright side is at least i've found something that gives me certainty and pleasure yeah and yeah. reliability right so right right yeah my friend bought an alien deck for me it's a while back while i was still in japan and he gave it to me as a present from his trip from the US. So I set it up. I wasn't even sure the size or anything like that. I don't even remember the graphics. I th- it was bigger than what I would usually skate. And I just remember being able to land tray flips really easily, like both regular and fakie. Oh, yeah. so that's just been in my mind the whole time. And I've been thinking like, oh, is it, was it an 8.125, 8.25? What was it? You know, I was trying, I really want those tray flips back. <laughs> It was that old PS6. Yeah, eight, maybe it was a eight, PS6, yeah. Eight-incher, probably. Yeah, yeah, good shape and everything. But it was an Artosari board. That's all I remember. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we, I, it's funny how those things happen. Like, I remember, um, I, like I already mentioned, like, most of my friends skated 7.5s when I started skating. I, I got into 7.625, which is essentially the same, right? Like, those, those little boards. And uh, one of our friends bought an eight inch and we kind of like, we gave him like a hard time about it. We were like, why are you skating an eight inch? Like we, you go skate some bowls and like, I don't know, just like kind of gave him a bit of trouble about it. And then uh, I tried it and I like, I ollied this set and it was just a little set cause we were just starting, but I don't think I had ever ollied a set before. And I was like, man, like this eight inch actually feels pretty good. Like it just, it felt stable and solid and we could still get around on it and uh i don't know it took me another 10 years before i'd actually start skating eight inches regularly but um but yeah it's it's funny how those things happen where you you don't realize the benefits of something until you actually try it right for sure i've been on the eight inch train for seven and a half years i think and before that, it was 775 for the longest time. So I would skate 775. Before that, it was 75. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I started on a 778, then went to a 75 and was there for a very long time. And then 775, I thought I would go no wider. And then seven and a half years ago, I was like, they don't really make 775s anymore. Yeah, yeah. I should <laughs> go up to eight. And yeah, but no bigger than eight. So are you, are you going to go for one of those nine inch Frankie Bellani egg shaped boards now? No, no, not a chance in hell. 
<laughs> not a chance in hell but the primitive the primitive shapes are nice though the popsicle eight inch ones those are, are they? I've, I've never actually seen one yeah those are really nice i i believe they have the seven inch nose and six seven five tail so it yeah. would fit really nice i think it's a 1425 wheelbase <laughs> and we were mentioning alien a lot i skated a lot of habitat decks that were really nice too i mean same, same wood right decks that were really nice yeah i believe so and the last Habitat deck I actually skated was before I broke my leg, so one and a half years ago. And I think Habitat is, along with the new Alien, that's BBS as well. Yeah. Really like the Habitat decks. How do you flick the grip yeah, tape yeah. completely off? It's like, it just, I would be so pissed though, man. Like if that happened. So I went a little overboard with this would you rather thing. I've I've got a ton of questions. But uh, I, I don't only one, one, only one, only one. I know, I know, but it's just like <laughs> Alright. So I'm gonna pick one here. Alright, Sawyer. This. Would you rather skate push like Gino or skate like day one? It's tough, right? I, I was like What you mean like just the push from Gino or yeah, or maybe just skate like Gino. I mean, the, the, the push obviously stands out, but his skating stands out in general. I mean, back threes right, right. or to be I, able to do the all, all of day one's tricks. Yeah. I mean, maybe. So is this like include... a Gino or day one kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you rather skate like Gino or day one? <laughs> and maybe with day one that would include the loose ass front front truck as well so, no, i don't know. i'm i'm gonna go gino on this one i got the it's i mean like i have to admit and I, i'm not i'm not meaning this in any way as like uh criticizing gino skating or skating like his but um I think I'm motivated in part by my lack of technical ability on a skateboard. But the, like when I see um, skaters who do simple tricks really well, that just hypes me up more than seeing like the, the super technical um, skating. Not that, not that day one doesn't do it well either. Right. Like he's, he's a stylish guy on the skateboard too, but, but I go for Gino with the you know the super stylish um simple yet beautiful execution kind of skateboarding yeah I'll, i'm with you there i already skate like gino so you know that's that's <laughs> the path i want <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but uh yeah simple and stylish i think is what I try to aim for personally. So I think that resonates with me more. Not to say that I would definitely watch both parts if they both came out. So I like both kind of like skating, but for me, simple and stylish. See, for me, I'm a big Gino fan. I'm obviously, you know, big day one fan, huge day one fan as well. I thought I would pick Gino. I picked if I, again, this would you rather super tough, I picked day one and then I immediately watched almost round three. One of my favorite, I like the song a lot. I think I watched these things that part that I've done. Too. Yeah. It, it just, not that I've ever forgotten how stylish day one is, but man, he's good. The, yeah. the board control and yeah. the, the fun. Like I, I just really like that whole part. And then I had to walk, watch, you know, a hot chocolate tour and yeah, right. You know, I, I had one, one big reaction to how I came up with this was, so I was listening to the, to the Vent City podcast, right? And I think it was the, either the first or second episode, I think it was the first episode, they were talking about how a few of the people were not big fans of the cult of whatever, like, you know, the, at the end of the day, if they're shitty human beings, you shouldn't be, Yeah, yeah. you know, that they were talking about, which, you know, 
<laughs> right. The cult of Tom Penny, right? So I agree with that, I think, in principle. But I would like to, even though it's hard, because I don't know these people personally, right? So all I know about them, I mean, sure, apart from the epically latered episodes and stuff you read on forums, but Gino's skating itself speaks for itself. So, you know, the cult of Gino uh, account on Instagram, just watching those clips, I'm like, man, I'm a, I'm a Gino fan. And Daywan looks like a nice guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think he's, he's a, from what my friend was saying, cause he's, uh, he's talked to him and, and knows him and stuff and he's a solid dude. So, you know, but personality aside, imagine yeah. I don't know any of them because I don't know them personally. I think after watching both, you know, their parts, I did have to rewatch round three another two times. It just made me feel really good. So yeah. I was like, you know, it was super tough for me, but yeah, I went with day one. It was, it's just, yeah, so good. So good. Just, just to clarify, it's the cult of Tom. And for Gino, it's actually enjoying Gino. Enjoy, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jin. Enjoying, enjoying Gino. Yeah. Yeah. And cult of, cult of Tom. I got one if you guys if go you for want. it. Yeah, uh, go, go. Would you rather skate the same spot every time? And it could be like like a perfect spot. Like, Would you rather skate the same spot for the rest of your life or a new spot every time you skate for the rest of your life? You never get to repeat a spot. Ooh. Damn. How many obstacles does this one spot have? Because I think in my history of skating spots, I'm pretty close to skating one or two spots over and over and over and over again. I mean, you know, out of the Toronto spots, like I think if you would ask anyone, people would probably say, yeah, I've seen Sorry at Pond or I've seen Sawyer. It's either Pond or CBC. I like Pond, yeah. obviously, one of the top spots for me. Like I would go there every day if I could. I guess if you skate a new spot a day, you can, the, the, yeah. those are different spots, but that one spot, can you pick or? Yeah, yeah. I, it can be whatever you want it to be, I, I think. Like, it could be your perfect spot, but it's the only spot you ever get to skate. I got a quick answer. As long as the, the commute to the spot <laughs> is the same, <laughs> um, new spot every time. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy the process of thinking about like new approaches or like new tricks that you could possibly do and i think having a new spot would help with that although skating the same spot also does help in terms of trying new variations and so on but i yeah i don't know i i get really hyped when i find a new spot and just i start daydreaming about oh what kind of tricks can i do here and there and, yeah you know. like i went i went with new spot every time as well and it's two things for me i think the one is just some of my favorite kind of memories of skateboarding. They're not even really specific memories of specific spots or whatever, but it's just that feeling that you get when you get to like mm. where you haven't been yeah. and you kind of have an idea of what you want to do and you try it out. And like, like you were saying, just that feeling of kind of uh, like feeling the, the spot out and your tricks and, and how they work together. And like, yeah, I, I enjoy that. Um, and I also find that I just really stagnate if I skate the same spot a lot, like I, I get to a point where, you know, I've, I've kind of done what I can do and I have a hard time figuring out new ways of doing it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you, you know, when you're going to different spots all the time, you're kind of forced to do that, right. Where you, like, you have to adjust your approach because the spot's different. And so, yeah, that's, that's why I went there. I think mental skate health wise, it would be foolish for me not to pick a new spot every time. So I think ultimately that's what I'm going to have to go with. It's, it's really tough though, because I've progressed so much by going to the same spot yeah. every time. And I really enjoy landing a trick, not so perfectly. And then I dream about going back to the same spot to get it really good. And once I got that and you move on to the next thing that you could do a more complicated trick or, you know, get it in a line or so right. it's also weird because in this pandemic quarantine world, which is why Jin's commute comment is, <laughs> is pretty on point. Cause if it's, you know, I'm not going to any new spots and sure. I really look forward to the time where, you know, we could 
skate together again and go to new spots because that exploration that adventuring it's like can you read right like the traveler like going to different countries of the world like, if i am not able to do that i think i would be missing out on a whole aspect of skateboarding that i think i would really enjoy as well and yeah. you know traveling to a different country with you guys for example and skating a spot that you know all of us have never skated before and getting a clip there or just you know enjoying and and or even seeing like an epic spot that iconic spot that other people have skated or a completely new spot that no one skated and we're the first ones to skate it and yeah. get something there or you know filmed or not filmed it doesn't have to be filming but just the act of skating that spot i think yeah it would be foolish for me to just deny myself that that ability to do that so yeah i would have to pick a new spot every every time not going back to an old spot yeah i was thinking maybe about asking this would you rather at another time but maybe just to plan our future post-COVID um, plans out. Would you rather skate Barca, Spain, or China and Shenzhen and all those amazing spots? <laughs> I, I have a, a really selfish non-skate answer for this. I think um, I know where you're going. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would I would pick Barcelona. I guess on the skate end of it, uh, I've seen more Barcelona footage than I have China footage. So I have more of a frame of reference there. Um, but also, uh, I guess some of the spots that I've seen in the, in the Barcelona footage look more approachable for, for my skill level, I guess. <laughs> um, so, so that like that plays into it too. Um, but yeah, on, on a totally personal, selfish note, Spain is so close to Portugal, and I would I would love to to go to Portugal. So I feel like I could double duty. I could do a little a little skate trip to Barcelona, and then and then rope you guys into a road trip to Portugal, and <laughs> yeah, I think that would be fun. But... It's another tough one. I think I would go <laughs> China. There's uh, I've seen a, a lot of footage from China, and the thing is though, you need a you need a good guide as well for the local spots Tang. so yeah you got to get johnny get gotta get johnny to show us show uh, us around and take us to all the spots but the spots are amazing john like and you know the from ledges to banks to sets yeah yeah it, it's just it's like a playground and there are so many spots in china so a lot of them have never been skated or if they've come up and it's been skated very heavily new ones will pop up you know in the next few months or it's, it's right, there's so right. much development going on but a lot of pollution as well so gotta wear your masks i guess <laughs> but but spot wise yeah i would pick china yeah it's, it was a really hard one for me too and if you throw in portugal too then it makes it even harder <laughs> because portugal has some amazing spots as well <laughs> but with all that said yeah for me just looking into china and everything that they have to offer and that hasn't been seen yet something that i'll be interested in exploring and i feel like given that it's maybe maybe shanghai is you know over, overpopulated and really skated but some areas maybe not as much so given that barcelona overskated as well so it's right. maybe hard to find new kind of spots and pristine spots but it's more like skate tourism so right right maybe the exploration bit is something that lured me more towards China. Although yeah. I would want to go to both, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. I don't know. Maybe I've heard and, and I don't know again, like I don't know enough about any of this stuff to, to know one way or the other, but I've heard that uh, Barcelona can be pretty rough too. Right. Like, like, uh, in terms of just like petty crime kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Again, like I, I have no idea if that's true or not. That's just kind of something that that I've heard in the past. So that's that's a factor, I guess, as well. But we'll go as a crew. Don't worry. Yeah. You'll be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Got your back. These are good. I like this. We should keep it up. We should keep it going. It's it's hard. Well, it was hard for me to think of a few. I, I had yeah. all these simple ones, and I think even what I mentioned was pretty a generic one too. So try to think no, of some more. No, it's good. It gets the conversation going, and it's good. Is it time? It's time, but if if we do it quick, I I can flick it around. Do you, do you have time? Yeah. You, okay. So my I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna jump right in then. Weekly stoke of the week. 
Ah, no, stoke of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Too many weeks. Yeah, for me, it's actually a video from 2016, and it's Thread Cleaner, Thread's Idea Vacuum video number three, I believe. Uh, Thread Cleaner, yeah, it's on YouTube, and I just, I can't get enough. I just keep going back to it. Um, think it's entirely VX footage, which, you know, isn't a big thing to me. I like HD footage. I'm not, I'm not like a, a purist or anything like that, but it, the aesthetic of the video, it, it works really well. It's got that tight, a lot of like the, the really tight fisheye angles and um, quick cuts and like the skating is a lot of like quick feet and nice pop and stuff like that. And, and uh, it's just put together really nicely and yeah, good soundtrack, good skating. And um, one of the really rad things about it, and maybe like, maybe this is just cause I'm out of touch, but there were very few names in the video that I actually recognized. So it was kind of sick to just see all these other skaters that I've never heard of just mm -hmm. ripping and, and uh, yeah, it was lots of fun. I like that video. That's a big thing for me too. My Stoke is also a video. I saw the pop trading company, Pop Recycled 20 video where they skate Amsterdam and you know, European spots. I don't know anyone on the team, but they just look like they're having a ton of fun and it was a good edit, good yeah. video. So yeah. Their edits and filming is always so clean too, right? Yeah. I, the aesthetic. Yeah. Very yeah, enjoyable. For sure. Very enjoyable. Yeah. Pop trading company made me want to go buy their overpriced hoodies and stuff. <laughs> and I went on their website and then, yeah, I uh, um, decided not to, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My stoke of the week is uh, Shinpei Ueno. So I'm going to cheat and have two little things. So he actually has his own model now with Converse. Oh, nice. So I was pretty hyped on that. Like Japanese skater with his own model. Yeah, yeah. Big steps. But what hyped me even more was one of his posts that he had of him and this other guy cheering on this skater who's about to ollie a set. And it's like a newbie skater ollieing a two-stair set. So they're nice. like, yeah, go, yeah. go, go. And the guy, the skater ollied the set and he was like all happy. And like, oh, everybody was cheering. And was like, and his post said, like, this is skateboarding. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's nice to have like a pro, like sort of, you know, remember that and acknowledge in that sense. That yeah, absolutely. The special things about skateboarding aren't like huge sets and whatever, but just the enjoyment. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. That's really sick. He's got the baggy pants, right? Am I? He's I've got the baggy pants. And yeah. what? Leon, the professional kind of glasses those uh i think i i've seen a clip a few clips on instagram and stuff just super fun you know light-footed quick clips but skating yeah fun fun skating good skating baggy pants <laughs> nose manuals everything yeah he also oh my god i forgot the video he's part of the video releases of uh he has a video series i think i actually shared it with you guys i remember one clip that he was doing it's a back lip on a curb that was amazing like he just drops his board goes and doesn't ollie into it but just swivels his board into a back lip right and yeah super super clean i'm i'm i was just gonna say i'm really hyped on like how personality seems to be returning to skateboarding these days like it's i felt like we went through a long period of having skaters have adopted the brand dress code and and that was their identity and we're starting to really see some more personality in the, in the different riders and, and different approaches to skateboarding the way they dress and everything it just seems so much i don't know seems kooky and fucked up again i like that <laughs> so you're gonna get some baggy pants right john i can't do it i'm too little i like i can't do it i gotta you know i'm i'm wearing so my my new pant of shorts is the vans authentic slim fit chino and i feel like it fits me like a straight leg chino fits most people so i'm gonna get you some baggy pants <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, you, okay here's here's the deal all baggy pants you gotta skate 8.25 square kick tail oh my gosh <laughs> uh.
She go eight point five. Yeah, yeah. With the, there, with the square. Oh god. Yeah. My worst nightmare. Well, when you get up, when you get up to the eight point five, the kicks are like you're gonna have a seven inch nose, six point seven five inch tail. They'll be, they'll be squared off, but they'll they'll be the right dimensions. <laughs> I, I got the video name. It's Lens. L E N Z. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he did one and two. Yeah, yeah. those are sick videos. He was really involved in those, so yeah, just been yeah, keeping an eye out awesome. after all yeah, those yeah, parts yeah. and videos. Yeah. I just like his back lips, so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching it right now. I just I pulled up his Instagram <laughs> on my computer. I'm just watching his back lips, just back lips, everything so nicely. <laughs> that curb one stood out though. He just went, he just did it. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta look these up again. I remember, I remember those videos. Uh, well, not this. Actually, I don't think I've seen the second one, but uh, I remember the first one. But it's been a long time. Yeah. Have to dig around. I think I think I might have like a digital copy of it somewhere. But I'm gonna have to dig around. For sure, man. So I think I guess that's a wrap on episode five. Alrighty. Oh, All right. Makes my hair from the next meeting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should say right. thanks for stopping by. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thanks for hanging out. Thank. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you guys. You. As always. Domo arigato.